What is going on, everybody? It's Derek with episode 6 of Gaming and Chill. Today I said I would cover a list of anime genres. I've talked a lot about anime and I've thrown around genres like they're beads at Mardi Gras. But I thought I'd take time today to dedicate and say what those genres actually mean. Some of them are pretty self-explanatory, but just for sake of completion, I'll go ahead and cover those. I did have a couple of things to say right at the top of this show. Got great feedback from my last episode about cosplay. Thank you guys so much. I also had a couple of other things. Uh, not podcast related, but things I wanted to say. Uh, thank you guys so much for supporting. And I also wanted to say... Thank you to another group. And this requires a backstory. Recently, uh, my wife went back to work and I was starting to take care of our daughter. And that meant good taking care of her all day, giving feeding her, making sure she was changed, all the things that a good responsible parent does. And I did. Going to the store and making dinner <sighs> made me really appreciate everything my parents done for me. And how much they were able to take care of me. But it also made me realize how thankful I am that I'm not a single parent. Like, I was counting down the minutes till my wife came home so that I could go get her and then I'd make, be able to make dinner. And it made me realize there's a lot of people who don't have that. And so I say, the top... You have my utmost respect. I don't think I'd ever be able to do it. Uh, I know there's a lot of single parents out there, single moms, single dads, taking care of their kids. Mad props to you guys. Uh, so much respect. I couldn't do it. I mean, doing it for six, seven hours a day was, I was like, okay, I need to be able to go, you know, go do something and go cook, go go to the bathroom by myself without feeling bad, oh, she, my daughter's crying, and I'm here in the bathroom and can't do anything about her crying, so gotta listen to this for a minute. So, mad props, um, especially being able to hold down a job and do it. I recently started back to work, and uh, so that's been a giant blessing, but a lot of single parents out there have kids, have a full-time job, and still take time to spend with their kids. Like I, like I said multiple times, mad props. I couldn't do it. So much respect. So thank you for doing what you do and just being awesome. You truly are superheroes. Okay, now that that's out of the way, let's get to these anime genres. I am going to do these alphabetically and I'm reading them off a list. So let's start. Action. Most common, really most common genre out there. Most common genre for television is a whole i don't think i need to entirely explain it um though some do find that this uh, genre lacks in substance due to lack of exciting character development or story um so a lot of times action is mixed with another genre uh, a lot of times comedy uh adventure or fantasy so you mix those genres and you've got a good story some good examples would be like Bleach, One Piece. 
that sort of thing. Uh, you mix a couple genres and it may, comes out with something good. If Bleach was just action, it'd be like, okay, you're fighting a bad guy, or you're fighting another bad guy. But they mix in some elements of comedy, mix in some fantasy in there, and some good character development, and you got a good story. So, and bo uh, both of those animates I really do like. Then you've got Adventure. It's another self-explanatory uh, genre, and it deals a lot with characters moving around and exploring new places, and these animes do tend to be very long and drawn out by the characters, but they have a solid background. And the anime itself usually has a well-formed storyline, but due to the nature, genre viewers often get bored and it has slow progress. So it's uh, mixed with some other, um, other ideas, other genres, such as adventure, uh, action, historical. Uh, historical is really kind of cool. Do it's, it's able to tell a story, something that's, well, historical in nature. And you get a lot of adventure and slice of life. Something I will also be explaining later. And then a couple examples are Full Metal Alchemist and Pokemon. The long, like, Full Metal Alchemist, perfect example. One of my favorite animes. Long, drawn out, they're going somewhere new, they're, they're going somewhere. But if it was only that, it wouldn't be as good as it nearly is. Because it mixes in other ideas, mixes in a military element, mixes in the supernatural... That sort of thing. Now, there is an animation genre. And it's interesting to see an anime described as animation. But what animation typically refers to is American-made animated series, such as Samurai Jack. But they are animes, but not... Well, by definition, they're not anime. Because anime is defined, using Dictionary.com, a Japanese style of motion picture animation characterized by a highly stylized, colorful art, futuristic settings, violence, and sexuality. So that's the Dictionary.com reference. So, I've been calling, like, Avatar The Last Airbender an anime. Technically, it's an animation. So, not anime, but they're close. So, there is a genre for that. Bishonen is a, it's actually kind of rare in the West, so the Americas, but in Japan it is uh, successful, to say the least. It deals with a young male whose beauty uh, transcends gender uh, and is mostly targeted at women and girls in Japan. Um, this genre often includes a strong sense of. Uh, uh, social relationships, and sometimes it contains a sense of uh, homosexuality, but it's not in and of itself homosexual. There is actually a genre that covers that and has that completely covered. So while it says a sense, I'm not sure that it means it is homosexual. Um, good examples are Orin Host Club and Fruits Basket. I actually really like Orin Host Club, or I'm sorry, Oran High School Host Club, full in the full name. Um, so it has those, it has the guys that very much look like girls who are very beautiful. Uh, so it, it, that's not everybody's cup of tea. I think it's fine. 
Uh, it contains, like I said, the sense, but not actually. That, like I said, that's covered later. Um, there's a whole genre for that. You've got comedy, the most predominant used anime genre, but almost never on its own. Because think about it, can you really support an, a comedy, anime, or television show without having some sort of other element? Usually, those shows don't last long. It is, uh, very, it's actually achieved through props, character design, the composition of the Japanese language. Now, the common combinations are action and comedy or romantic comedy. And those can include uh, animes such as Full Metal Panic and Lucky Star. So, there have a lot of comedy elements, but they are not completely comedy. Now, if you'll notice that comedy comes second in the genre mix. Romantic, comedy, action, comedy. Because you can't have comedy forefront. You can have comical characters, comical settings, but if you don't have action or something else forefront... I don't know. It's not going to last long. There are funny animes, but most of the animes I can think of that succeed for a long time aren't in and of themselves constantly funny. It's a lot of stress to deal with. Then you've got the genre Akuma or demons. It's actually pretty common, and it doesn't just mean demons. It can mean like evil spirits, demons, witches, something supernatural. Uh, so you could have demon action or adventure and those and things include anime such as inuyasha yu yu hakusho ichiban rushi no damao i probably butchered that pronunciation but they have like dark elements in them so you've got good shows inuyasha it has like an idea of demons not so much um Demons and evil spirits. Let me uh, widen that. In Japan, where anime resides and calls itself home, there's a lot more than lot more to evil spirits and demons than just the Western idea of pitchforks, red hooves, cloven hooves, red, you know, all that. All that jazz. There's evil spirits for a lot of things. Like, you got the cold. Oh, it's an evil spirit. You There's demons, you know... Ancient Japanese lore has demons and lots of them and spirits. So having a whole genre around it just kind of makes some sense. So then you've got drama, which is suspenseful, shocking, full of emotion. It's one of the most appreciated anime genres. Um, and there are the characters and plot are developed and the viewers are commonly just able to just go along with this anime because of the emotions, and they can find themselves drawn to one character or a group of characters because of the plot development. It is usually paired with something else, such as ro uh, romance or adventure. Um, it's very... In a lot of times, the drama is synonymous with romance. And some good animes, uh recommend there, is Death Note. Uh, my For drama animes... Death Note is my high, like, suggestion. It doesn't rely on super amounts of action or adventure. It's all about drama. I probably listed this before and talked about it, but it's kind of the idea of, well, I know. Well, I know that you know, 
well, I know that you know that I know. So it's, it's kind of like the who's bluffing and who's counter bluffing, that sort of idea. Go watch it. It is really dramatic and I really like it. And you do find yourself swept away by one of the characters or a group of characters. Depends upon how you are or what stage in life you are. I think I've watched the series twice now, and each time I've watched it, I've sided with someone else, or a different group, I should say, depending upon what stage of life I watched it in. So, as you grow, you can appreciate a different character's side of the story. Go check it out. The next one I did hesitate to add on the list, uh, but I thought it was kind of important to talking about genres, because it is something you'll encounter. So... There is the genre, Ichi. It's the PG-13 of anime. And although some shows drive it to the extreme where it should be rated R, it is um, usually the lighthearted use of implied sexual innuendos. Um, it doesn't show actual sex or anything, um, anything like bodily images uh it leaves it up to the imagination but it definitely like leaves it to the imagination with a baseball bat it's not quite all the way there but you definitely get what's going on and it's usually called fan service because uh a lot of fans like it so it makes it popular and you got to be careful out there if you're not into you know the implied sexuality of things um a lot of animes are starting to uh pick it up they're starting to go hey let's do this and you know what you got to be careful if you're not ready to watch that so uh, it's often incorporated with things like comedy or the harem genre which i'll be discussing a little later when i get to the h's and the shonen insane genres some examples are Elfin Laid, Freezing, that sort of thing. Um, Elfin Laid, I've watched it. Uh, it's got an interesting story, but it does push the edge. Uh, a lot of violence, a lot of implied sexuality. So if you're too young to watch it, don't watch it. Like I said, it should be PG-13, but some of them push it really hard to where it should be R. Uh, so you just got to make your own decision on whether or not you're comfortable with watching that. Um, then you've got the fantasy genre. Magic worlds, magical powers, and monsters. A lot of things you've probably already seen. Their main components make up a fantasy anime. It's usually combined with adventure, action, and history genres. Mythology and folklore is usually the foundation for these stories. And, um, the characters sometimes have poor backgrounds, and the art is most typically, like, just amazing. Jaw-dropping, even. And they have a lot of character detail. It is also paired with, like, adventure, uh, the harem, or romance genre. And a lot, and, and some good examples, actually ones that I really, really like. Fairy Tale, Full Metal Alchemist, and Inuyasha. They really put, they have, really have this fantasy world where magic is just as common as going to the store and getting eggs everyone has a magic they can do not everyone is going to be overpowered 
But it would be like if everyone had superpowers in a world that there is Superman. It's like, yeah, we get it, Superman. You're bulletproof. But hey, I can conjure a plate full of pancakes. Not useful for you. Useful for me. I love pancakes. Then you've got game. One of the weirdest ones to try and describe. It's uh, basically the characters playing a game. It sounds like a weird idea that a character would play a game, but somehow it works. Uh, sometimes a card game, monster battling, that sort of thing. It uh, usually is has to accompany another, which is adventure or psychological. Examples are Yu-Gi-Oh, Duel Masters, Bakugan. Both, all of those are amazing animes. I am a super fan of uh, Yu-Gi-Oh. I've watched all of 5Ds. And it's game per anime about somebody playing a game. Sounds weird to watch. It works. It really works. So, Harem. Now, it comes in two variations, which I'll explain near the end. Almost always accompanied by the comedy or the romance genre. It is more or less the scenario where the main character is surrounded by uh, amorously by three or more members of the opposite sex. Usually the protagonist being a guy. That's what's called a harem anime, which is makes sense. We all know what a harem is. Reverse harem is when a female is surrounded by guys. Not nearly as popular because the demographics for anime typically tend to be guys so people who write these comics and these animations typically are aiming towards the male demographic and think that all men want to be surrounded by women who all love them not all of us do take note please if you're making animation not all of us want that want to live that way uh, examples are love hina school days now, the harem genre is not always bad, but it can be a little much. Earlier, I read that it can often be uh, combined with the Ichi. So, you can have a lot of sexual innuendos because you have a man surrounded by a lot of women or a lot of, you know, a woman surrounded by a lot of men. So, you've got a lot of innuendos going, and sometimes those can be a little much. So, I don't always sit there and watch a harem anime, um, but sometimes they're good, sometimes they're not. It just depends how it's handled. So, I've said it before, but if you're going to watch anime, you got to watch it and go, you got to decide for yourself, is this something I'm wanting to watch? Is it something I'm okay with? So, as you're watching it, what you got to draw a line in the sand and go, this is what I stand for. If it goes here, I'm not watching it. If it goes there, I continue. But to be do that, you've got to be careful not to get too invested in a uh, storyline. So thankfully, harems are not all harem genres are not always mixed with drama. So you're not have a giant hook. Like you're not sitting there for the story, going, "Oh my gosh, what's going to happen next?" If you decide it becomes too much, you can just turn it off and go, I'm watching something else. 
So that's something you got to do. Make up that decision for yourself. They're good harem animes. They're bad harem animes. Got to make your decision. The next one is a little rough. Um, it is actually uh, labeled, and I, I once again, this is going to be something I wasn't going to mention, but so you're aware. I try to keep this very much, uh, this podcast very much like PG-13, but this is being descriptive, so bear with me. The next genre is actually uh, called hentai. It's basically animation pornography. Um, I don't think I really have to go into that. I mean, I think we all know what pornography is. So I'm really not going to discuss it because it's not something I can or will recommend. It has no character development or anything like that. The only quality it has in it is the sexuality. So as such, I will not be, from my list that I was reading about genres that had recommendations, I won't be reading those. If that's your thing, do it on your own time. I will not, however, peddle and tie. Boom. I will get off my soapbox. Historical! <laughs> now that we're being a little lighthearted, it's anime based on a particular time period. Often, because it's based in Japan, the Edo or Togogawa period in Japanese history, where the shoguns ruled the country. Uh, Once again, probably butchering your pronunciation. Please let me know if I did a good job, poor job. I'll just assume poor job regardless. They're often fashioned from well-known Japanese figures, so it's um, often lost on the Western audiences. We go, "Uh uh-huh, no, we don't get that. It would be like... Basing a character off of Abraham Lincoln and George Washington and taking it to Australia. They're going to go, okay, these aren't these aren't our significant historical figures. We don't know what you're talking about. Like, if you told us, maybe we could see it, but we're not going to just pick this up ourselves. Some good examples are Bacchano. Um, I've watched a couple episodes of it. It's something that I have to like sit down and watch, and I don't always have that time. So if you got if you like it, do it. If not, you know, put it on a list. Things to watch when sick. The next uh, genre, horror. Despite its name, the horror anime isn't always scary. It does um, often imply a lot of bloodshed or mutilation. Uh, I, I, maybe a better word would have been like gruesome, violent, but not even violent. I don't know. Often it's used with drama, demon, or psychological genres. I believe a good anime recommendation would be Parasite. Uh, it's It has the genre, it, it kind of tells you in this tag, like, body horror. Like an alien takes over these people's body and it makes them not human, but humanoid. So they basically disfigure themselves to form blades and cut people apart. It's hard to watch sometimes. Got it, like I said, take it with a grain of salt. Watch what you can. Don't watch what you can't. Do you. The uh, Jose, Jose, butchering your butchering pronunciation. It is a very rare, um, at least in the West, Japan, very popular. It's aimed at adult women, ages 18 to 40. 
They're typically themed about living the life of an ordinary woman. Although, um, some can be held in a school setting. The animation is mature, so you got no sparkly eyes, no goofiness. Tends to be very focused very realistically on romance and character relationships. Examples, Paradise Kiss, Honey and Clover. Not my thing, because I am not an adult woman, ages 14 or 18 to 40. Believe it or not. Kids! Um, kitty themes, kids, based upon kids. Kids, kids, mixed with comedy. Uh, characters are somewhat small, they're often kids. Did you think I was going to say something else? Good examples? Digimon, Pokemon. Both of them? Great. Both of them? Very similar. Both of them, main protagonist, kids. Then you've got the love and romance. This is a relatively popular genre that deals with the creation and progression of a romantic relationship between two individuals. It's uh, a lot of times paired with comedy, you know, the foibles of a young relationship. And it can dip into the harem. It has developed into an industry of its own with a lot of followers. Due to the inclination to uh, from viewers to form a relationship with those characters. Good examples are Love Hina, Ayori Ayashi, and Clannad. Um, I don't watch a ton of romance um, animes. Not my thing. Don't particularly feel like watching someone else form a relationship. Uh, I don't know. Just weird. I don't like that anime genre. I mean, maybe I've watched some animes that technically fall within the romance, and that's good. But I don't follow it like some people do. Magic. This is one I will try to follow. <laughs> it is synonymous with superpowers, but used when referring to more uh, kids-styled anime. You know, young girls with magic wands. Sailor Moon. <laughs> Can also be used to refer to animes with a realistic sense of superpowers. And as such, result from praying, magic charms, spells, that sort of thing. Some examples would be like Twin Angel, Decapo. Uh, I actually like the magic genre. Um, I may or may not have watched some episodes of Sailor Moon. Uh, you know, don't judge me. It's, it's decent. I like it. The martial arts, directly the opposite, just as good. It's action-packed with the majority of the action-y. Is that a word? Sequences from a form of martial arts, such as boxing, kenpo, or MMA. Great examples? History's Strongest Disciple, Kanishi. Actually, I really like that anime. It's one of the ones that got me into the martial arts genre. Um, it can be a little much, not like violence, but it's typically very much like they have a strong respect for martial arts and as such. The good guys aren't running around beating people up, as good guys never tend to do, weirdly or not. So, they're very, like, respectful of martial arts, often have a wise old man teaching martial arts, and it's like, no, we don't use this for violence, which is good, because you don't want kids running around believing good guys beat up people randomly. I mean, it's kind of a smart idea. The mecha anime genre... One of my favorite, one of the first genres I got into, and one of the first genres I will always be into. It's, um, giant robots. Pure and simple. Giant robots. 
uh, often includes space, military, and fantasy. Some good examples, Mobile Suit Gundam, Neon Genesis Evangelion, uh, Robotech, Voltron, that sort of thing. Uh, well, I'm, I'm sorry, Macross and Goline, if you're of the uh, Japanese demographic. Uh, that was the originals. Uh, America, we had to come in and go, nope, 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 we got this, we got this. And took from several different series to make the Voltron series. So, much like the Power Rangers. The mecha genre, one of my favorites. I will always, I see a new genre, I see a new um, anime that has a giant robot, and I'm like, I have to watch this now! And I typically do. You know, not all of them are good, but I like the idea of what they do with the mech. If you asked me as a kid, I would have absolutely said, I want a mech. I don't want world peace. I don't want end of world hunger. I want oh, I want a mech. I would have absolutely. Don't ask me today if you don't want to know the answer. The military genre. The main characters often in military or ex-military. Frequently use of military weapons and combat knowledge. It often includes action, mecha, or adventure. Um, good example, Ghost in a Shell. Need there be any more? Uh, they're pretty good. Um, sometimes they're like, okay. But I actually really like most of them. And um, military often does encompass uh, the police genre, where instead of the military, they're in the police. So that's really cool. You've got the idea of like the military politics and sort of thing. So I actually really like that genre. Uh, probably behind Magic and Mac. Probably. Music. Or the theme of the show is... Music. Um, it's way to express motion or a hobby. Uh, I think there's a new one called Free on Netflix. Not one of my top favorites. I love music, but um, as a genre... As an anime base, I, I just, I don't know. I, I, it, it hasn't drawn me in yet. Maybe later, just not yet. And a couple examples, well, an example is Nana. Nana, Nana, N-A-N-A. The mystery genre, much like Scooby-Doo. Keeps the viewers wondering what's going to happen. Was that actually a mystery or, you know... Was that pretty obvious? Usually involves a chain of unexplained events. Or a mystery. Where the protagonist tries to solve them. Like a mystery. Sherlock Holmes, even. Normally, with an above-average intellect, the protagonist slowly encompasses himself in the mystery and becomes obsessed with the case. And it, the story unfolds. And a dark cloud that shrouded the answers is broken apart, and the answer is finally revealed as it comes down from the heavens. But it lets the player, the uh, viewers, like, unbreak the mystery, going, oh my gosh, maybe this is what it is. And when you're right, it makes you feel like a genius, and when you're wrong, you don't admit it. Just just saying. Common, uh, some, a couple good examples. Death Note, Monster, and Darker Than Black. So, Death Note, once again, making this list. Do it, folks. If you haven't watched it, do it. The psychological genre. It continues to never fail to produce anime masterpieces. Uh-oh, guys. Death Note 
is another suggestion. That's three times. And Code Geass, one of my one one of my top favorites. Um, maybe my top twenty. Um, I would wouldn't say top ten. There's a lot of things, but maybe it would make the ten. I haven't really stopped and compelled that list. Um, it like it. It's like a lot like a mystery, but it it um, it's an additional twist with the entire series, seemingly somewhat like a game of chess. Like one character does something, another character goes, "I knew you were going to do that, so I planned for this." Like a giant chess game. It a lot of times goes hand in hand with the mystery genre. The psychological anime tends to leave the viewer guessing till the last moments of the anime to find out what will happen instead of the mystery's way of slowly revealing the truth. So, it's excellent. Death Note definitely falls within the psychological because it makes you think about things. Code Geass makes you go, Oh my gosh, that's what has been going on this whole time? I didn't have an idea. So, if you're thinking about watching Code Geass, do it. I watched it all, and I was not um, not disappointed whatsoever. The samurai genre, often, it is not but not always, used with the historical genre, with the time frame being centered around the Edo period in Japan. It has a lot of action, because samurais, you don't see them sitting around a lot, do you? And some drama. A couple good examples, Gintama and Samurai Champloon. Um, more seriously though, Ronin Kenshin, uh, they're good. I, that's one of the, th the genres I know I should watch more of, but I don't. Um, I've got a lot of genres that I'm doing. School genres. Um, pretty, pretty self-explanatory. School. It usually progresses in, like, a chronological thing, like exams, breaks, summer, back to school. And incorporates, like, school activities such as the clubs, uh, you know, swimming, basketball, baseball, that sort of thing. Um, a lot of, uh, character maturation, that's a big word, uh, good, some good examples is the melancholy of Haharu Zumi and Amagi SS and the great teacher Onuzaku, Onuzaka, I like melancholy, uh, I watched that, uh, well, not recently, very long time ago, you know what, good, uh, when you deal with the school element, it's it's nice because it kind of shows these kids are actually doing something in school, and it incorporates that school often quite a bit. So um, another good example is like Baka and Test, where they're in a school, but it's a fantasy and magic, but the school definitely has a part in it. So Baka and Test, if you haven't watched it, go watch it. It's lighthearted. It's a comedy but it's something else other than just a comedy. So, do it! The sci-fi genre. Much like sci-fi television, it's science fiction. Incorporates a lot of fantasy a lot of times, if not always, the mech and the space genres. Includes technology that may be possible in the future, but, um, not gonna happen. Such as teleportation... Uh, intergalactic space light and advanced civilizations well the last two could happen teleportation not so much well maybe maybe in the future some uh, interesting examples would be Tengen Toppen Gurren Lagen and Zoids T 
Tengentapa Gurren Say that five times fast and record yourself. I'd love to know if you can. Um, it's a sci-fi, but not like set in space. It's sci-fi as in futuristic. Um, really good. I like sci-fi television shows as a whole. Ergo, I like Star Trek, Star Wars, Star uh, Stargate, the game Starcraft. I had to throw that in there. Doctor Who, science fiction. Yes, there's an anime for that. Then you have um, Seinen, typically an indicator of an anime aimed at an adult male. Much like you had one for an adult female, you have one for an adult male, ages 18 to 40. I do fall within this range, still not super fan of all of it. Tend to be psychological, sexual, and violent, while dealing with character development and relationships in a very mature way. An example would be Cowboy Bebop. You know what, Cowboy Bebop? Not terrible. It's decent. Um, as a whole, mm, not so much. Not so much. I'd rather stick with my, uh, my action animes. The Shouju, or Shujo, is basically an indicator of an anime aimed at a young female, ages 7 to 18. Um, very visual and aimed at a particular story. Strong focus on romance, relationships, and character development. So you've got things like Nana, Lovely Complex, Vampire Night. So you've got things that would, like, budding romance stories. And, you know, those aren't, um, not super, not my thing. You know, young female. I don't also fall within that. Then you've got the Shoujo Eye. Now I talked earlier how we were, uh... How there was a genre for more defining uh, homosexuality. Soju I would be relates to a uh, lesbian romance, but it is less graphic than its other counterpart. So it tends to be focused on romance, relationships, and character development. I've actually watched none of those on the list because that's not my thing. So, um, yeah. I can't recommend any of them because I don't haven't watched any of them and don't plan to watch any of them. So, uh, have fun. If that's your thing, good luck. Then you've got the Shonen. It is basically an indicator of an anime aimed at a young male. Ages 7 to 18. A lot of times it has to deal with harem, mecha, or martial arts genres. I can, I'm down with the clown on mecha and martial arts. It tends to have a strong focus on conflict resolution via fighting. Like Dragon Ball Z, man. Usually with an indecisive protagonist surrounded by a large quantity of beautiful women normally fighting for his attention. Genre includes Chobbits, Bleach, and Bamboo Blade. I like Bleach. It does not have the harem thing that it says, but it does have a lot of the high-flying action. So you've got swords fighting, you've got magic, you've got all sorts of things going on that um, I'm going to say a lot of young males ages 7 to 18 are into, and you know what? I'm still waiting to age out of that. Dragon Ball Z will always be one of the top animes. So I'm guessing uh, if, you're, if you've been paying attention at all, you'd be able to tell what this one is going to be about. Shonen Eye. 
This is the, uh, it relates to the sexual relationship between two males, but less graphic than its counterpart. Once again, it's not my cup of tea. I have not watched any of the recommendations that I was finding on this genre list. So, I really can't recommend any. Um, not, once again, not really been my thing. Then you've got The Slice of Life. It basically implies the use of mundane realism, like going, getting up, going to the office, working, coming home, you know, that sort of thing, and expressing everyday life, usually mixed with the romance, school, or Jose genres. Examples, Kino no Tabi and School Rumble. Slice of Life animes, not bad. They have to be, they, they do run a line of, like, too mundane, where you're like, dude, I just got back from myself from the office, why would I want to watch an anime about someone coming home from the office? So they have to be very careful to balance a lot of different genres. Then you've got space, often incorporated with the sci-fi and fantasy genre. Um, well, I mean, it's really self-explanatory. They're in space, or a lot of times it's set in space, or spacecraft. Some examples would be Cowboy Bebop and Mobile Suit Gundam. Mobile Suit Gundam... Another mecha anime, another one of my favorites. Sports, often used with school and action genre. Involves a lot of sports. The protagonist is either really good or really bad to where he has to become better at it. You know, character development. The only one that I've seen on this list is Prince of Tennis. And I watched that because of my lovely wife who used to play tennis. So, watch that, and I was like, if I had known this was what tennis was about, I definitely would have played tennis, but not really. I was way more into computer games. Then you've got superpowers. Everyone knows these. Action or adventure based where the protagonist has a variety of superpowers. Super speed. Strength. Examples? Dragon Ball Z and Naruto. Do I really need to recommend Dragon Ball Z? If you haven't watched it already, clearly you weren't born in the 90s. If you weren't born in the 90s, go watch Dragon Ball Z. I don't remember a time when I wasn't in the backyard yelling and screaming, trying to go Super Saiyan, and being kind of disappointed it didn't work. Ah, uh, last weekend was great. Supernatural! It has to do with spirits, demons, and other supernatural entities. Different from the magic genre as it includes more out-of-the-ordinary characteristics, such as time travel, aliens, that sort of thing. Um, the, the genre list, it has, like, I know, Exorcist, Natsume Yunjicho, um, actually, I've discussed, I believe I've discussed Natsume, um, Supernatural, it's not always scary, not always, like, super, uh, heavy laden, burdensome with it, but it's, uh, it's good, I like it. Then you've got the vampire genre, I didn't know that was a genre until I looked up for this podcast, um... Do I need to explain what a vampire is? You know, Nosferatu rises from the grave. Uh, I want to suck your blood. Um, good examples. Helsing, Rosario Vampire, Trinity Blood, and Blood Plus. Helsing is not bad. Very bloody. Um, very often with the vampire genre, violence and blood happen to go hand in hand because... Vampires von Duzak, your blood. Ah, ah, ah. And the last two I will group together is Yowie and Yuri. 
Those would be the more explicit versions of Shonen Eye and Shouju Eye. Uh, so they're more, um, they're closer to the, uh, to the hentai range. Once, and I don't have suggestions because that's like, if hentai and Shonen Eye and Shouju Eye was not my ideal, mixing the two together definitely is not my deal. So, you know, if you're going to do it, great, good for you. If not, I don't really want to know any what you're going to suggest because I'm not going to watch it. I'm sorry, just not going to do it. So that actually wraps up with the whys there. So that's all the genres that I found on a list. So if you have a genre that you don't think I covered good enough or you think, gosh, you didn't cover it at all, please let me know. And where can you do that? Well, funny you should ask, you can actually find this uh, podcast on Twitter at bad underscore wolf studio, that's uh, the Twitter I use, the Instagram is bad wolf studio, and, uh, and Facebook is bad wolf studio. You can, ha- you can tweet at us using hashtag gaming and chill podcast typically look at that uh, about once a week so I'm able to look at it and go okay hey they've got some suggestions for stuff and uh, talk about it and see what you got going on recommend some anime for your favorite genre you know what you can also use hashtags talking about your genre or your favorite anime along with the hashtag I already told you gaming and chill podcast and I will be able to look that up and add it to my ever increasing list of anime to watch I tell you what, since I got Crunchyroll, my anime list has expounded drastically. So, you know, you can always add to that. Because I don't always watch them all, like, one after the other. Like, oh, what am I in the mood for today? Oh, maybe I'll watch some, you know, Phoenix Wright. Maybe I'll watch some Gundam. Just depends upon my mood and what I'm planning to do. If I'm planning to fall asleep, I don't watch anime. Because I really want to be able to read and see what's going on. Because a lot of times, I watch the subtitled version. So, I actually have to read. So, if reading is your thing, I don't have a podcast for you. I'm not a humongous book reader. However, I do love movies. And if you do too, you should definitely go follow the Film Slate Podcast. It is another wonderful podcast where they talk about movies. I have plugged it for the last six episodes, and I will continue to do so. You can find them at at the Film Slate Pod, and you can find them on Instagram at the Film Slate Podcast. They talk a lot about movies, and they're I think they're going to talk about possibly the new Transformers movie and its new title. It might be a short blur because, well, let's be honest, it's Transformers. Michael Bay, boom. So you can go find them and go listen to them. They're great. They have like 9, 10 episodes out as of this time, depending upon when you're listening. If not, they have more because you're in the future. Tell me what it's like. Go watch. Go listen to them. They're wonderful. Went to school with uh, one of the guys, and I love their podcast. Listen to it every week. So until next week, play more games. (laughs) 